two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. Wikipedia! Wiki, wiki, Wikipedia! Four intriguing topics. They talk. You listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Great job, Dave. Dave's feet apparently smell really bad. Uh, he should have taken his shoes off today, but he didn't. So if we don't have our usual Wikipedia guru, that's why. Welcome, everybody. Back to That Was Disappointing. And speaking of Dave, Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good today. And pretty is it just me or does Is it just me or does Dave look different? Dave does look different. I think he shaved. I think okay. he looks yeah. like a freshly shorn ball sack, much like okay. myself. And I cut my own hair again. So, uh, yeah. Ah, turn around. Let's see the back of it. Oh, boy. That's that's a job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Job. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing good. Um, I still look the same, which is like a a wild mountain man. Yep. You Um, look like a murder hobo. Everybody's favorite murder hobo. Yep. In the Dino. This is month (laughs) 10 of the pandemic now. So it's to be expected. You look like a wilderness photographer. (laughs) <laughs> say that again now you look like a wilderness photographer yes, ah, yes i do yes <laughs> i would prefer to go with bear grills but that's okay yes no joe why don't you <laughs> yeah almost maybe if you squint in your eye and you look the other way uh why don't you go ahead and introduce our guests today absolutely we have two uh returning guests uh ken and kenny of uh kenny went to high school with us ken you did did you go to high school with us as well i don't remember no i was at northeast that, okay okay but yeah, we were all around that little intermingle of i think art was our catalyst and dave to yeah, get us all yeah. together uh chorus camp i didn't think uh, we yes. went together that <laughs> we went to school together i just wanted to make sure see i um, know for a fact that i've i've met ken Plumley before because because my name is kenneth i immediately remember every single other Kenneth I've ever met in my entire life. It's I almost know like, I've met you before. I just don't know exactly when, probably in right. 99, 2000, probably. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember, but Some I know for party. a fact I have. Yep. It's a Kenneth thing. We just, it's like Highlander. Can we just blame George Johnson also for our connectivity? Yeah. Ooh. What's that somebody frequency? we have to get here on the show, George? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about what we have to uh, drink this evening. I myself, um, I mixed up one of my usual uh, Frankenstein concoctions here. I mixed some Crown Royal with some Pepsi. Eh, it's all right. What about you, Art? Got uh, the Bullet Bourbon and Diet Coke as per usual, and I'll probably follow that with uh, a 805 later and maybe a Xanax. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Xanax too, nice. Yeah. You Kenny? Uh, uh, I'm oh, Kenny. Ah, Kenny. Oh, oh, it happened. I knew, I knew that's it. That's it. Remember, there's a Ken and a Kenny. <laughs> Ken, what have we ever called you, Kenny? It's just kind of weird, Kenny Plumber. Joe actually has called me Kenny sometimes. That's have the, I? Yes, you dropped the word Kenny sometimes. There's a, it's I it's a bit alliterative, okay. isn't it, Kenny yeah. Plumley? Yeah, I like it though. There's like four people in my life that consistently call me Kenny. <laughs> that's it. Same with me with Ken. I am having a, uh, a, I guess I'm having a spiked hard seltzer again. Ooh. Yeah, with uh, some Tito's vodka in it. It's a great, great combo. And nice. what about you, Ken? Uh, I am doing uh, something different this time. I went to Trader Joe's and I found something called Botswana Double IPA. Ooh. Botswana, where is that? That's in Africa, right? Yes. Yes, in the continent of Africa. Eight point four percent alcohol. <laughs> wow. Where oh. is Botswana? <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess we'll get the show on the road here. Uh, looks no like love, this... no love. Oh, Dave, I'm Rest. sorry, Dave. No love. <laughs> all right, so, Dave. What do you have to drink this evening? I had a whole story planned. Go ahead. 
This is an hour long production. All these groceries, so I had to throw away my pickle juice. I was all ready to do the pickleback art. Oh, man. I was too. I I was going to do it too, but I I started drinking too early. Ah. uh, So now I'm just down to my Sam Adams. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Cilantro. (laughs) Cilantro. So is that me? Yeah, let's start off with Kenny. Yeah, sure. All right. This is the first time I've started the night off. All right, guys, it's happened. Uh, a major apocalyptic event has occurred, and it's it's time it's time for survival. Um, but have no fear. You have a well-supplied place to escape to, or a bug-out place. Uh, hastily leaving your house to head to your survival or bug-out spot, what three things? Would you currently that you currently have in your house? Would you absolutely bring with you, like Pulp Fiction, Butch's Watch type shit? And what three items that you do not currently have in your house that you might want in this situation, minus life stuff, survival, food, water—that's just a given. For me, things that I currently have in my house, I would want to take my guitar, and that would. I probably have to be my acoustic guitar because I can't say I'm going to have power and an amplifier. Uh, I'd also want to take with me some things that I've personally written. Um, Player's Handbook, Monster Manual, Fuck the Dungeon Master's Guide because that's for amateurs. Ooh. And last, and la- oh, it's deep here. And last, I would take a lightsaber because I need that shit. I mean, fire source weapon, flashlight, protection. Okay, so so fantasy and things that don't actually exist are allowed. No, no, no. This is things you currently have in your house. Okay? So you, you, have, you have a, a working w- lightsaber. So you have a lightsaber that can actually burn things <laughs> and, and cut things and cauterize. So, so maybe fire source was in quotes. Oh, okay. So you just wanted a, a light. <laughs> and I love my lightsaber. What color? You do. But what would happen when the battery's it's red. out? It's red, sir. It's red. <laughs> of course it's red. It, does, it runs on fusion. Okay, so uh, <laughs> things I wish I had in that situation would be like um, a big gun with lots of ammo, a bow and arrow with lots of arrows, and explosives. And I'll be honest, as I was going through all of this, I was literally thinking, what, what, you know, I have all the survival stuff I need. What else do I need? Stuff to attack humans because humans suck. <laughs> Art, what would you say? Um, I, I have to key into Dave's comment in the chat, which is hilarious to me. Uh, <laughs> was, do we have to bring the wives? Um, to <laughs> which he said objects. He said objects. So, so again, do we like, have to bring the kids wives? <laughs> I married so, her, so I've made I, her mine. Remember to love, <laughs> honor, and obey is what the wife is to do. Um, I'm so not going to yes, tell right? you. No, forget the, forget, forget the family. No, no, the family can just that's I would call that survival stuff, you know. Things are you like, sure? Because you know, I think a family would actually sort of like weigh you down in a post apocalypse. Yeah, Have yeah, you ever I tried don't... to play Fallout with a family behind you? They're always the ones, no. who, yeah. Well, any it's just like having any end, just the dog. Just imagine any NPC you have to guide through something and you have to protect them. Imagine Wait, our... that times all the family members, and you know how hard it is to do those missions, they always fucking die. Our so. family is NPCs. Yes, essentially. They're non-playing characters. Yes. In in the heliocentric, <laughs> egocentric okay. world in which we live. So for this, we'll just say items. Wow, we've really just went off the rails on this, Ken. Look what you yeah. did because you, you you didn't lay out the parameters, man. It's a crap. I, I didn't do this. That's Kenny. Kenny. Oh, that's right, Kenny. Yeah. Sorry. Ooh, oh, that's weird yeah. because I have called Kenny Ken, and I've never called Ken Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Ken Ken Ken. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Um, the three things that I would bring that I have right now uh, would be a uh, this uh, this sort of survivalist knife that I got in one of these camping packs where it's like a multi-tool. It's got, you know, the flint and starter for fire. It's got different a serrated edge, a sharp edge, and all this other shit. And it's got paracord if you need to. It's got a bunch of things all at once. Um, I would also take... Um, Jeez, man, I'm trying to think about what I really find, what I treasure here. Hmm. Let's see. I think I might take one of my 
Star Trek TNG mint on the, the card action figures so I can remember simpler days as Ken stares at me with wide eyes. And a harmonica because you need a harmonica Ooh. in the in the, the wastelands. And Music. I'd like to think that maybe one day I'd actually learn how to play it properly. Now, pie in the sky, what I would take would be a water filtration system because I don't want to have to end up drinking my pee straight that's, from- That's included. That's you included. Got, you've got everything you need. <laughs> Survival is not a problem. Oh. It's, you but, know- But then technically, the wouldn't a bow and arrow count as-, as Okay, stuff? so uh, I guess I should say eating and drinking. Oh, eating know, and like drinking that's, survival. That's your good. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, but other people, case, yeah. Your, your own personal survival is good. But okay. you can't say what other people are going to do. Okay. So, well, then, yeah, you definitely want to have um, some sort of crossbow, something that has nice high firepower, uh, something that, you know, wouldn't strain my elbow as I try to fire it. Uh, medicine, I'm guessing, is included under the survival thing, right? So I'm going to say a crossbow. You know what? I also want a sword. I just want a regular old katana sword. I'm starting to pull all the walking dead shit out of my head now. Um, and you know what? I think I would need um, Hootie and the Blowfish Crack Rear View uh, on, loaded up on an iPod with perpetual batteries I could just listen to. On, on a loop? On a loop. That's it. Oh, nice. my hand. Running from the devil. Oh, my oh, hand. My hand. <laughs> Letters oh, the dolphins make me high. Oh, the dolphins make me make cry. Me blue. Cry, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> dolphins make me hot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, dolphins. That'd be another dolphin. <laughs> so good. Uh, who should oh. go next, me or Ken? You know, whoever feels. Ken, do you have your six yet, or? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'll do this. So, things that I will have to take with me. Because obviously the women folk are part of this, so it's got the yellow asterisk. Oh god, here he goes bragging about his girlfriend again. Damn okay. right. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, we get it. She does yoga. Thank you, Ken. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm a little sentimental. I... Oh, that's the wrong song for sentimental. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, just be sentimental. I... There we go. Uh, I probably bring some photos, like my album. Wait, you mean your out al- your musical album? No, my photo. Ken album. to the max. I remember that shit when you made that. <laughs> Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Had no. Okay, I'm sorry. No, Go ahead. I don't know what song that it is. Oh, it's 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 good that you don't know a Nickelback song. It's a yeah. Nickelback song, but you're okay for not knowing it. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Ken. We've been incredibly rude and yeah, monopolizing yeah. your time. All right, so uh, I bring the photo album because a lot of stuff I haven't digitized. Uh, probably my favorite book it would be Dune. I probably make sure I have something to read. I gotta read that. You need to. Uh, and oh shit, Dragon Ball Z cards. Cards. <laughs> so when I grew up in in Japan. Uh, Dragon Ball Z was alive and well as original. And they were trading cards and you can't buy these anywhere. So this is my, my they're worth money. I just want to make sure that maybe one day I'm going to find a, a Dragon Ball Z guy down the road and he's probably going to trade me all of his life possessions for it. So you might as well just hold on to it. There's plenty of anime fans out there. What are you talking about? You know, yeah, I actually I want know. to change my answer. I would like to take a deck of cards instead of something else ah yeah that's good well well, Uh, ken what's the three things that you wish you had flamethrower okay (laughs) and i'm talking and and i'm talking the uh tesla flamethrower that that (laughs) sun-powered functional yes exactly elon musk makes a flamethrower he did he yeah boring company yeah boring company did it (laughs) yeah my friend robbie my friend Robbie has one. We tried to light my lawn on fire. It, it worked. Nice. <laughs> so definitely a flamethrower because you want to have heat, but also to cook things, but also to scare the shit out of people or things that are coming after you. We don't know what kind of apocalypse this might be. I'm going to imagine how you would cook with a flamethrower. 
Ah, well done. There, uh, do, oh, wait, oh, there is a sound for that. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I probably have to say some form of a lifetime supply of uh, methamphetamines to keep you going. Because <laughs> you don't know how fast you have to run from other people. That's and, not included in the survival thing. It's not. No, that's that, that's something you have to go and make sure you have enough of. And uh, having MS, I mean, fatigue is going to be on you. You don't know how fast you can run. You want to make sure you have a little boost. So some form of methamphetamine. Uh, and probably last, I mean, I'm just going to go with another weapon. I, I probably will do the Katana Sword. I'm I'm a Highlander fan. I, I miss the Katana. So might there as well be only this. one. There can only be one. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and make mine uh, quick. I'll, I'm usually the one who takes up lots of time, so so I'll try to make it quick tonight. Oh, um, the three things that I would bring are the three things that I always check for before I leave the house: my wallet, my keys, and my phone. Um, I don't really think I would need to use them in the apocalypse so much, but I would be in such a state of frenzy that I would have to have some form of comfort and those are the three things i would think of immediately um so i would like to think that i would be able to use my debit card somewhere uh perhaps not perhaps i i could trade it for bottle caps if we're in like the fallout universe so you know just an idea and my keys well yeah and anyway and the three things that i wish uh that i did have one would be a really cool pair of shades because my glasses right now are transition glasses. So it's not the same thing. Um, a cool sword, like I think it was either Kenny or Art set a sword. Or Art, I think, or yeah. I think almost all uh, of us had set a sword, sword at some point. <laughs> and my last one would be a Braille copy of the Holy Bible. Oh, nice book so, of the nice, so, nice one. Yeah, because you put well, the whole yeah. combo right there. I like so, that, and he can't read Braille for shit, which is the best part. Yeah, but with the shades. Yes, this is A. With the shades, with the sword, with the Braille Bible, I think that would make for a pretty bitchin' cosplay of, uh, cosplay, excuse me, of, of the Book of Eli. And uh, I think in, in the, uh, a very underrated movie, I must add. It was oh, really, I love that movie. Yeah. That was really good. Uh, so I think that would be pretty bitching, especially with the apocalypse. And that's what I would do. Dave, how... <laughs> how would you score this argument? Uh, Kenny would have got the points if his thing to bring that was, you know, that he doesn't have was a real lightsaber. But uh, no, he just brought his little toy. Come over, lightsaber. come over, and we'll see how real my lightsaber is. <laughs> I don't need to see your red lightsaber. Yeah, red rocket, red but, rocket, red rocket. But I kind of like Joe's idea of uh, the Braille Bible because uh, you need a little at Holy least Spirit. If you're in an apocalypse, you could be like, hey, I'm the God. This is this actually says I'm the God. I swear, Great. all of a sudden, Braille. all of a sudden, the Braille Bible now causes Joe to be the cult leader. But to be fair, you don't even need a Bible in Braille. You just need like a how-to Braille book and just tell everybody that it's a Bible. No one's it's not know. a book. It's a weapon. <laughs> okay. so too Harry Oldman, thank you very much. <laughs> and actually, Ken has our next topic, which I gave, which uh, I must add, I, I gave to him. So, he did. Uh, uh, I've, go ahead, I've, Ken past 48 hours have been kind of rough um so i'm gonna make sure i say this correctly because i actually came up with two answers so oh my god real easy that's not it wow all right this is oh, great radio so i was gifted a billboard <laughs> that a lot of people are going to be able to see what would i put on it i came up with two one is the most despicable revenge shit I could think of. And it was pretty much listing every woman who's cheated on me and giving them everyone their phone number. And that would be it. Mm -hmm. The other one is semi-political, but sarcastic. The other one was the vaccine does not have a microchip, but that cell phone okay. does. <laughs> So, 
if you had a billboard that you know that you were gifted and that everybody would see you would try to uh humiliate every woman who's cheated on me in the past yeah what's that called again re it's not revenge porn that's not revenge that's only if you put like pick like you know like new photos of them on there (laughs) that's what that is otherwise it's just he's just being angry at them and putting names up wait a minute for a good time. Can you at least ladies. can you at least put their stats next to each name and number? Oh, so I would. People yeah, can be more discerning about their like ability. their strength, dexterity, constitution, or good time call. Okay, hey Ken, 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 <laughs> dial it back here now. All right, this isn't tabletop. All right, this isn't that. That's not but Bill Wheaton. That is I Joe Lex. I, I wasn't speaking. He did it again. He did. <laughs> it's the last time we'll ever be on the show together. Exactly. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. <laughs> you know what? We're done. Why are we not filming? Like, why do we not record the video? Oh, we do. It's oh, just okay. we don't do anything with it. It's got to go on YouTube. This is some of some of the antics that I've been able to see has just been well, hilarious. Maybe we'll see how I feel. Okay, after his annex. Uh, yeah well (laughs) (laughs) no seriously so yeah it's either political sarcasm the vaccine has no microchip from from uh who's the guy from microsoft oh bill gates yeah did you say the the emperor of microsoft (laughs) (laughs) yes i did (laughs) (laughs) that's lord bill gates (laughs) that is his lordship master bill gates uh, um, the question, but that Kenny, cell phone does. question, Kenny, was you have a billboard. What would oh, you right, put on right. it? Yeah. Billboard. I was like, what are we talking about again? A are we billboard. talking about a blimp? Are we talking about skywriting? Okay. I know. On? I already got mine. I got mine. I'm good. You want to go okay, next? Well, Kenny? then, Kenny, go. You already please. own your own billboard? Oh, you guys need time? Okay. Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> so, billboard means that it's on a highway. and A lot of people, people are going to see it. A lot of people are going to see this highway. I've said this before on this podcast. Stop camping in the left lane. (laughs) If you are not actively passing in the left lane, and this is true for every single two lane road that you will ever drive on. If you are not actively passing, get over. (laughs) Ken knows what I'm talking about with this because this is I-4 down here and it's (laughs) three lanes. It's a three lane road. And all three lanes will be going the exact same speed. But here's the thing. So that would be my billboard. And you know what? That would only be half the billboard because a billboard's huge. The other half of the billboard would be a big picture of me with both of my middle fingers up saying, (laughs) get the fuck out of the left lane. Oh, it's like a Ron John style. Like you have one on one half of I-4 and the other half on the other. Yes. Get the fuck out of the (laughs) left lane. And that's what I was going to ask, actually, is like, do you think people would really give no. a shit if they saw that up on the billboard? No, they just no. laugh and stay yeah. in the left lane. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So no, but that's that's the only thing I feel passionate about. <laughs> I only have like one or two ex-girlfriends, so that me, but that wouldn't take up the whole billboard. I'm well, just kidding. I, I have so many that it would be like beyond the any billboard, but even rag. digital. <laughs> Maybe not digital. <laughs> well i think i would keep my billboard nice and simple um but at the same time leave them guessing mine would say eat at joe's <laughs> <laughs> just because that can be interpreted a lot of different ways i mean it could be a uh, it could be Crab a shack. euphemism if you uh you, you know if uh <laughs> or no not a, euphem- a double entendre if you uh if you play it right an um, innuendo. An innuendo. There we go. Wow, yeah. I am really go. Go ahead, Art. I need those crickets right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> innuendo. There we go. In your end, guys. Guys, I'm not feeling that great this evening. That's all. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it would. Uh, eat at Joe's. I think would keep them guessing. Uh, they'd be like, you know, who's Joe? Would I want to eat there? <laughs> Is he a stud muffin? I, I mean, since I was a kid watching Looney Tunes, I've always wanted to eat at Joe's. Seriously, seriously, I've never eaten at Joe's ever. I've never eaten at Joe's. 
a friend of mine in high school, not not one of the people here in the podcast, at least not yet, but he said I should shave that into my pubic hair. And I was uh, too much <laughs> work. It's too much work. This is back. How in much pubic hair do you have to actually do that? Well, no. All you have to do is just look. Look. That can be that can be your Valentine's gift from Allison. She'll sit down with like a really oh. pre- with a precision clipper, and she can you know write it in for you. And then you can no. take a picture and you can put it on our webpage. Oh. Or actually, just do the chest and then arrow down. I mean. All right, fine. If we're going to be PG-13 about it, that's fine. Whatever. I think that would I actually... I think he might it. have more space to get the whole eat at Joe's. I think that would actually get a lot of social engagement. So I think that's, uh, I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, a lot of uh, twisted comments. I think yeah. your click-through rate Fuck would them. be too high. All right, Art. What would you have on, on your billboard? I just want to take the three billboards from the movie Three Board Billboards Outside Evington, Missouri, <laughs> and just put it all on one, and that's it. Uh, no, actually, what I'd love to do is just have a giant picture of a butthole, and then next to it in block letters, why with a question mark, and then just leave it be. <laughs> and literally, then I would set up a camera and record people's reactions as they drive by because this is like performance art at this point. Wow. Mm-hmm. So- yeah, That's some technology. Butthole, why? I think a lot of us are around the same age. Um, well, in fact, we all are. Um, and Sadly. I remember back Sad, in my yeah. college. I remember back in my college days. Um, you know, it, it was kind of the rise of the this July. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it was kind of the rise of the shock websites and whatnot, like oh, London yes. Party style project and such. And I remember there was one called butt sex i think or something or goat sex or something like that and it was literally you mean goatsy goatsy was was was, what that's art we know it that's the one where he's just like holding himself open yeah yeah holding himself open and basically that's what i'm thinking that your billboard is oh no 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 that's that's now that is just gross I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about a regular old butthole you would see on any porno or perhaps in the Gus Van Sant version of um, of Psycho when Anne Heche falls into the tub because you see her butthole for a quick second on film. Something like that. I need to change my mm-hmm. answer. Yes. Money shot, now on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I would like to know when Art thinks that a shot of a butthole was not gross. <laughs> Gus Van Sant's Psycho. It's just a sphincter, guys. And it's also, all it is is a sphincter. And also, you have a sphincter in your in your stomach. You have two sphincters have, 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 in your stomach. Have sphincters, yeah. And also, any sphincter that was visible in uh, Pink Flamingos. Those are also beautiful. What? Nobody's ever seen Pink Flamingos. You don't remember the scene with the singing asshole? Oh wow. Okay. Okay, no. homework for each of you. Go no. You're the guy with the theater no. and watch that movie. I'm not going to. No. I'll watch if you watch my hero, my hero Academia. Where the hell is the fucking sound of <laughs> I'd rather watch Hero Academia than Academia. You guys. Acad- whatever. I'm all over the place. Today. Hey, is that, by the way, is that man, show you violent punch- or is it sexy or what? What, what is, what's the rating on that show, Joe? NC-17. No, don't lie not. to me. Don't lie to me. And see, look at this. I knew it. I'm looking at Joe. He's going to tell me the truth. He'd be like, well, it's about kids in a school and they're trying to be heroes and it's just superhero, but with anime. Uh, just watch One Punch Man. That's a good one. I'm just going to watch Castlevania because there's people getting eviscerated and all sorts of crazy shit happening. Watch hey. Attack on Titan then. Oh my gosh. It's final season. Lie. Castlevania. Don't you like, you know, Samson? You're saying it weird. Castlevania. That's how you say it. How do you say it? What, what? I said Castlevania. How did how Castlevania? Did you say That's how you're what do you saying mean, Castlevania? Castlevania. Castlevania. <laughs> do you Castlevania. Do you, yeah, how do you say Pennsylvania? Do you say Pennsylvania? No, that's how you're saying it. No, I'm not. I'm saying Castlevania. <laughs> that's the way it sounds. Only sound our like. listeners will know because they could just reverse at this point. And Holy shit. Is wine. this is this okay, seriously okay. like the fucking is this like uh that that green needle brain thing i tried in that first early episode that was a colossal failure yeah. 
kind of i don't know i just like that i'm being lectured on how to pronounce things from fucking joe oh my god i said rimshaw i guess i didn't say rim job <laughs> <laughs> i remember that well just, this goes to show you're paying attention to the billboard that never was there there you go buttholes yeah. my billboard and yeah. who's next anybody else next Is how would it? you score this day squirt um well, just for everyone's knowledge, according to manscaped.com, the five trending male pubic hair designs are the natural, the mega bush, the triangle, the landing strip, and the baldy. The triangle? The, the triangle. triangle. Yeah, when you shave your pubes into a triangle, so it's pointing down at the, the junk. Like, because she really doesn't know where else to go. Or he, exactly. or he. Hey, Joe, have you never like had any fun manscaping at all? No, 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 really? Manscaped. No, 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 no you, got, like, yeah, you just have a huge porn bush. Is that what you got? I, I don't cut the damn th- thing into a triangle. Why not? Like, it's when, kind of fun. When you, when you lose it up here, it goes you start bigger playing other worlds. That's why right. <laughs> I do a Pentagon instead. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the evil Pentagon or the no? No, that's a pentagram. That's a pentagram. He's talking about the Pentagon, like a government building. Yeah. We're gonna go. Wait, we're gonna go actually... like Castlevania, Pennsylvania. It's Pentagon or Pentagram. No, here, no. Actually, I like this, Joe. If you're gonna shave a Pentagon into your, <laughs> are you shaving the center of it clean, just like the actual building? Dude, I get crazy with mine because I'm balding, like on my head, like my my actual head. Um, and so I I like mine. This is a topic for another day. Well, I'm just no, I'm no, just where saying. Where you go with this? Mine's a mine's a pompadour. Like I'm straight fifties, <laughs> dude. <laughs> It is the shit. I'm saying, if you haven't, if you haven't, go for it. I have. I've seen his, and it's it's immaculate how the wave of the hair with the pomade. It's it's masterful, masterful. Can't do it up here. Okay. I've got balls. And on that note, uh, negative points for as he brought up the movie that should not be named. Wait, who did what now? What? What? Oh, Ken. Oh, he brought up that movie. Well, you're gonna you're gonna love. You're gonna love what's gonna happen next. <laughs> Wait, what? So what and happened? Actually, what, what score? who scored? I'm, you got negative a thousand or something. Yay! Yep, we're two topics in, guys. I know. <laughs> negative thousand. Um, give me another drunken episode. <laughs> are you kidding? We're trying to do that now. <laughs> Isn't um, every episode trying to get drunk? Uh, so for my topic, I actually do invite producer Dave to chime in on uh, on this when it gets to the scoring portion. So one thing that's really interesting about this particular grouping of fellows is we've all come from at some point or another a performing background. Um, we've all had mm-hmm. experience in that. What I would like to talk about is a a a prized and cherished terrible experience either performing or I will even permit auditions and things like that to work in this too, because I know everybody, whether you're a singer or an actor or whatever, or even uh, Dave, I know you did a lot of backstage, but you did some stuff on stage too. All of these things, anything, anything's, you know, on the table. So uh, I will give you two. Uh, One, I'm just going to give a very truncated version of the story because both of mine are relatively short to explain. So uh, (laughs) the one that really hurt the most was uh, I had been nominated at my last year at at Anne Arundel Community College to go to ACTF. Um, And that was like a, you know, national theater competition thing. So, and part of that is, you know, the nominees go to this big audition round where everybody's in a big room for these different districts. And you have to perform a piece. So I had this partner and we were doing a scene from, I think, When You Come in Back, Red Rider. And I was supposed to say something about her having a beautiful, beautiful lips or a beautiful mouth or something like that. And I don't know what the <laughs> fuck, I don't know what the fuck happened to me, but I literally, an accent and everything dropped in out of nowhere. I said, you got a real pretty mouth. <laughs> and she just stared at me. And this is in a room of old people. And all I thought was, Fuck. Why did I say that? Why did I say that? All I thought was, God damn it. And I couldn't, yeah, it was, and then it just ruined the scene. And of course we did not advance because that was terrible. Was that Pittsburgh or DC? DC, I believe. Okay. 
And the other one that I will uh, just lead off on a short uh, hint of is another terrible audition, which was for a play out here in Los Angeles, where it ended up being, uh, it was for the play Take Me Out, which is about baseball players. Um, and the, the the play is famous for a few different things, one of which being that there is a shower scene where it's just a bunch of players walking around on stage nude. Well, the director insisted that men... Uh, you know audition that way uh, later to find out that this director was not really much of a director just a creepy perv old man who liked to watch young guys naked walking around so that was not a, a, a crowning achievement for me either was knowing that chances are there's a creepy videotape of a dark theater with me and like four other guys just walking around in the buff reading lines from this play so are so are you thinking that this is where you, your obsession with buttholes started um, oh, no, no. Uh, no, actually, it started no, way it earlier than well that, Joe. That. <laughs> Joe, uh, let me take you back <laughs> to a time when, <laughs> when it was Dave and myself, a bottle of wine, his parents were gone, we had nothing better to do. And I'll, hey, finish that that answered. Answered. I'll finish that story later. Um, uh, Joe, how about you? What, what, what terrible experiences do you recall from any of your performance times? Oh God. Oh God. I, um, and not the boner one, because that's <laughs> the awkward boner story from the very, first I know, episode. I know, I know that's yeah. Our very first episode was the one with the boner, uh, with the awkward boner that I told about, um, you know, Kenny was probably privy to some in high school because I tried out a few times for the different vocal groups and being a, a deep bass, uh, it's, my voice was just not meant for that stuff. No, <laughs> no, no, bro. It was politics. You never were given, you never were well, given a too, fair shot. You were never given a fair shot. Ooh, nice Ms. politics, Rose, Dave. Was Miss, Miss Rose the cause of the politics? I, I will. Yes. <laughs> I am. Keeping Miss mom Karen, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty plus Karen. years after the fact. I know Karen. <laughs> I know it's Karen. Um, I would have to say, um, as as everyone who listens to this podcast knows, um, as uh, I don't, I have no idea. What, I, what is Dave holding up to the phone? It looks like uh, a reflection. I just of. I don't have my glasses. Uh, yeah, Jesus, Kenny. That's what she <laughs> says. I All haven't right. got my glasses. <laughs> All right. So um, I would have to say, um, you know, as anyone who's listened to this podcast uh, knows, you know, as everybody here knows, you know, I, I do have a stutter. Um, it's nowhere near as bad as it was in my younger. Shut the fuck up, Dave. It was nowhere near as bad as it was in my younger days. Um, but it's uh, it's but, you know, there have been times at different shows where there's been the awkward long pause. Like, I know I did a. Um, I'm one of those people who I hate to watch myself on film. And uh, I did a play my freshman year of college, Neil Simon's Rumors, I think. And uh, I, I, I can't remember what, what part I played, but watching it back with some friends a few years later, there were a number of awkward silences and it just it just made me cringe watching it. It's, uh, you know, they were all like, oh, Joe, it's not as bad as you think and blah, blah, blah. But you're always your own worst critic. And it's it's one of those things that just drives me crazy. I, I hate to watch myself on film. I hate to hear myself talk, which is why I don't listen to our own podcast. Booyah! You know what? Oh, <laughs> we could have so many more downloads. <laughs> I yeah. do download it. I just don't listen to it. Oh, oh. You, you, you should be absolutely... <laughs> you should absolutely go listen to all of them right now. Like, don't sleep until you have. No, you know okay. what? You don't even need to listen to them. Just press play and just walk out of the room and show support that way. There you go. That's a good idea. <laughs> all right. On, uh, on five different accounts. Well, let's go with, uh, let's actually go with Ken next. Ken. Not Ken A. Ken. Ken A. Ken A. I just say the most awkward thing that's happened to me on stage or during a performance was at Anne Arundel. We were doing Peter Pan and somehow I got suckered in to become the big Indian. So I had to carry Pocahontas on my back and every, on every opening scene for the, for the, the Indian dance routine. And somehow 
we don't know how this all worked out, but it no one wanted to exchange my pants after the opening night. The uh, opening night, we go into the scene, we're doing our dance and going a little, uh, and me and Eric Tesh, I think it was Eric Tesh at the time, um, mm -hmm. we ended up doing a, a, a small, like, quick dance-off, and we do these, like, split Russians in the air, and my, my pants split. <laughs> and this is for the children. This is a children's production. This is like a seven, Sunday afternoon or like Monday afternoon for the kids. And my pants Ooh, just split. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was actually wearing anything. But, like, <laughs> maybe like, I, I think I was wearing the, the, the weirdest, like like just plain old white, whitey tighties. So I'm wearing, so the, the pants are khaki brown. And obviously you see the flash of white in my legs. So I know I split them opening. So I'm carrying Pocahontas back on my back and we come up and I just yell, my pants is split. So the seamstress, my pants are split. My pants are split. <laughs> I think I actually use that weird Southern accent. Uh, I think Carla was seamstress at that time. She's sliding underneath my crotch and doing like a quick sew back behind the wing so I can get back onto stage. And that's how it ended up almost every night. I had to do the split and it would split. And then I had to come up and Carla had to go underneath my crotch every night to sew up my, my pants because we were not going to replace the pants. Nice. Oddly enough, Carla was my scene partner for that particular story with ACTF. <laughs> oh, um, Carla. She does have a pretty mouth. But the most weirdest thing that happened to me okay. on stage. <laughs> so I had just broken up with somebody and she ended up, we ended up becoming friends and I was performing Godspell. Now, the reason why this makes it so weird and awkward is that I'm doing this production of Godspell inside Magic Kingdom Park at the Diamond Horseshoe hmm. for a cast, place. So a cast grouping of us. So we end up going inside. Godspell was done. We did it on like multiple risers and a giant fence in the back. And that's where we're going to crucify him. Well, somehow in the middle of our dance number, I'm on the top riser closest to the wing and somehow i end up doing a kickball change and my back left foot never made contact to the the riser the riser is four feet off the ground <laughs> and i ended up doing this perfect like fall so my ex who's sitting front row at the end of the show goes I've never seen someone point their foot so well. And she saw me go like this, like right off the ground, like <laughs> because like perfect because point. because it was a kick fall. It really Change. was. Yes. Ah. Like yeah, I went bam. And all you heard was like in the middle of the theater, like I'm not gonna slam, but it was like big thud. And supposedly <laughs> I bounced and came back up really quickly to the riser, but they're like the piano player was maybe five feet away from me and she thought she's she thought she, i hit my head on the piano so she was like wow so she oh. emphasized my fall and then i sprung back <laughs> up <laughs> thank you yeah nice all right how, how about you kenny uh so um i'm not an actor uh I uh, I play guitar and I attempt to sing. How dare you, Kenny? Um, you were an actor. You were Bert or Ernie. Ernie. That's true. Bert. In high school. In high school. But you guys are talking post-high school. That means you freaking care about it. So here's my post-high school story. <laughs> Mine. I'm sorry, Art. I, I cared about that performance. <laughs> no, for real. Um, I used to be in a ska band. It was a, a seven-piece ska band. Uh, What's the I name again? Jambalaya Pete and the Musical Gontos. Yeah, I've seen you live. <laughs> I think I've seen you live. I play guitar, <laughs> and um, I, we had a singer, Ryan, and uh, bassist. We had a, two trombone players, a trumpet player, a drummer. It would, we went the whole deal, right? And we got serious for a while. We went and did some stuff. And um, we're, a lot of us are like, we knew each other in high school and we were all musicians in high school. And uh, one time we were performing, I had invited some people to this show. 
and some people that I really wanted to see us play because I was really proud of what we were doing. And for whatever reason, I decided my friend had her guitar there and she said, hey, do you want to play it during the show? And I'm like, fuck, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. It was like a more expensive guitar than my guitar. It was a hugest mistake ever because I was not familiar with this guitar. It didn't sound the same. The frets weren't the same. Like there were points where I just didn't even know what fucking chord I was playing. And it's like, and I normally play on a, like an American style Fender Stratocaster. And this was like an, a very nice guitar. Don't get me wrong. It was a very nice guitar. I think it was a Gibson, but it wasn't my guitar. It wasn't what I knew. And the muscle memory wasn't there. And I literally, the first time I'm playing, it was in a show and I let my band down and like, you know, I was, it was awful. And I just, I felt really terrible because people had come out to see the show and they never came out again. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and I don't blame them. Like at one point my trombone player turns around and says, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm okay. Yeah. So that was, was the one and only show from the Gato Jalapeno Pete Popper spectacular. That was it. You got it. You nailed the name, bro. Thank you. <clears throat> Yeah, so that yeah, that was my one, man. Well, uh, Jimmy Chicken Shack, yeah. you know, you know, all that good stuff. But I miss Ska. I know Ska was around for it was it was so great for that one year that it existed. One, I give it more three, than one. Three or four. Three, four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say that Kenny Turn should your... actually, Kenny should have actually said that the name of his band was Save Ferris because no one knows <laughs> the band members. <laughs> No one knows the band members, but we do know the band name. <laughs> Are you sure you weren't in Real Big Fish? <laughs> I never heard of. I never heard of Real Big Fish. Are they, are they a popular ska band? It's only Jimmy Chicken Shack. That's all it is. Okay. <laughs> all right, Dave. Dave all right, before you score it, Dave, you get to share your own worst experience. Oh, all he's right, got a few. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess the one time I auditioned in college, I sung the song "Big Black Man" from the Full Monty. That's right. I was uh, there for that audition, <laughs> not knowing that <laughs> there were also going to be a bunch of little kids there. <laughs> 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 about, uh, Dave, could you could you could you was that for Peter out Pan? A, a bar two from that for us? We should right. definitely have a bonus episode where you just go ahead and. Oh, when right I now. was just a little nipper, daddy told me, son, that thing that underneath your zipper can be lots of fun. When you get a little older, you'll understand that every woman in the world loves a big black man. <laughs> wow. Well done, Dave. You know what? 5,000 points to Dave. That's the score for get that all round. Points. <laughs> okay, yep. I guess. And awesome. our last topic. <laughs> Joe, I guess that, that means good. it's my turn. Um, we're going to close out the show. And as I said, Ken stole my original topic. So thank you. I, so I am actually going to bring up a topic that I bless you, Art. I'm actually going to bring up a. I muted it so you couldn't hear it. So you I saw it, up. but there was no sound. So now people are going to say, all right, now you just blessed him for no reason. <laughs> so I'm going to call you a good son. blessing, Art. Yes, you thank you, Padre Joe. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to bring up a topic that I used as an example uh, when we first started talking about this podcast, um, saying like, oh, this would be a good example of a, a question we could talk about, you know, just because this podcast really is a hodgepodge of different things, as you've seen with with many, many episodes we've, we've done now. What are we on? Episode 30 something. 100. Episode 31 right now. Episode 31. Okay. So I am actually going to enter the word into the chat here because no one is going to know what the hell I'm talking about. My hey, babe. My question. Oh, I guess a few people will. Oh, my I, thought, I just saw PSA Ferris, but oh, there it is. Okay, there it is in the chat. My question is about kayfabe. So um, that's what Trump wants. I was no, a, that's Kofefe. Are you sure? I don't know. Kayfabe. K a y f a b e. Kayfabe has to do with professional wrestling, and basically it is the, I guess you could say, the art of pretending that everything that happens in the ring is not only real, but that everything carries over to real life as well. Meaning that, you know, the 
the good guys don't hang out with the bad guys. You know, they don't drive together. They don't eat together. You know, everything is real. Um, it's, it's real. Um, a lot of the modern wrestlers nowadays, a lot of the really popular up and coming wrestlers, basically this is dead to them. And that pisses off a lot of the older guys. A lot of the older guys still live by kayfabe and you have younger guys. In fact, one of the best wrestlers in the world right now, his name is Kenny Omega and he got his start in Japan wrestling dolls. And, and, and I seriously mean wrestling like, like blow up dolls. And that drives these older wrestlers, managers and such crazy because they're showing it's fake. So my question is, kayfabe what do you you know and i'm asking because some people here are wrestling fans some aren't some are like why the hell is joe bringing up this topic what do you all think about <laughs> dave dave is raising his hand for that there what do you all think <laughs> about the art of pretending that everything that happens in the ring is real should the wrestlers continue to do so or is it time for them just to say hey it's bullshit it's it's yeah why are you still doing this so I, of course, I have to answer this question first. Yes. I, <laughs> the problem is, is that a lot of the younger guys are also the most entertaining guys. So it's, I don't, I feel bad because I kind of have both points of view. I think that there is, I think that there's nothing wrong was shutting off your brain and pretending that it is real for a while. Um, however, that's also really, really boring. You're just watching a guy just throw a punch, do a drop kick, this or that. You have these guys nowadays who are doing, you know, 10 flips during one move, you know, which ruins the, the illusion, but is more entertaining. So I think it had to die. It bums me out that it didn't because Lord knows I grew up a wrestling fan. I wanted to believe that good guys, I'll be right with York. The good guys are good guys. Bad guys are bad guys. And it broke my heart when I, when my dad told me, Hey, Joe, just, you know, it's bullshit. I was very young when that happened. I don't want you to think it, 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 it was just the other day, but <laughs> Do you know that Santa Claus is real also? It was like four years ago. <laughs> Santa Claus is real also. But what? But, I, but it's uh, yeah, it, I think it had to die, but it bums me out that it did. Art, what do you have your hand raised for? <clears throat> so it, it's no secret that I'm not a wrestling fan, but it's not because in I'll say this in recent years, it's not because there's been a vitriol or a dislike of it. It's just I'm just it's just not my thing. Um, because I will admit that I have watched one wrestling event in my life and I actually found it incredibly compelling. Um but I was never into it. And early on, I just didn't understand the allure of it. But, you know, obviously we get the perspective of time behind us so we can, we're afforded more, um, more of a viewpoint of it. And now I understand when you describe the, the meaning and I'm looking it up a bit here, I can see why it had to die because let's, let's look at this. You know, these guys are doing their artists, their performing art. They're not just athletes, they're performance artists. And the idea that... They are playing these characters on TV and in the ring. And at the same time, outside of it, whenever there's any public around, that's essentially like being a, a cop in deep cover where you have to live this life that's not you. And that's incredibly demanding. It's incredibly um, draining on a person. Uh, it, it's, uh, it can't be really good for the psychosis, you know? Um so I was just reading here that the popular critical opinion says that kayfabe died when Vince McMahon had to admit that wrestling was a, a fake okay. so that he could avoid, you know, athletic commissions and all the other stuff that comes with sports. Um, and because of that, you know, then there was the delineation between the, the you know, the, the image and everything. And we all can go to that one guy, the meme, it's still real to me, damn it. And you know what? Because it is watching a wonderful piece of theater unfold in front of you. That said, it's theater. It belongs in the venue and probably not off stage because look at these, these guys are giving up their, their prime of their years, their bodies and their health to entertain people. It shouldn't be asked them uh, of them to continue to do that off, off screen, off stage, out of the ring, because 
they're not paid as much as we as you'd like to think they are. I'm sure they get some pretty sweet deals, but considering the commitment dedicated to it, I don't think it's needed. I understand why in the beginning it happened because it was, you know, Vince McMahon was a fucking brilliant showman. I mean, he was smart as shit when he took on this thing and made it, we're going to, you know, we, he picked it up and said, we're going to, we're going to publicize this. We're going to televise it. And we're going to make this thing. And everyone's going to think it's real. It's this big drama. But honestly, I think for the mental health and the overall health of these people, I think that it's probably okay that they, they cut it because, you know, it's well, again, it's performance art, it's theater. It's interesting and- that you say that. And the reason why is because, you know, you're, you're saying for their health and such, but <clears throat> if you see the outlandish stunts that people are doing nowadays, like, I mean, it, it's lucky that there haven't been a rash of like broken necks and such. Like, I mean, j- just the, you know, everybody is trying to outdo each other nowadays. I yeah. will say that um, that a, a great clip you might want to look up at some point. You know, be I, I don't know if it'd be great for for a drop, but the reporter John Stossel he actually won a lot a a lot of money in a lawsuit against WWF Vince McMahon back in the day because he was one of those ones who was always out for the thing. Hey, wrestling's bullshit. Why why are people buying it? Blah blah blah. So he so McMahon had him go up to a wrestler who was known as one of these old school guys and ask him <laughs> about it being fake, Dave Schultz. And Dave Schultz slapped the shit out of him twice and said, Does this feel fake to you? <laughs> like to yeah. the point where 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 he was laying on the ground afterwards. And like I said, he 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 sued McMahon for like a lot of money for doing sure. that. And like the guy lost his job too for doing this. Yeah. But he but, but it's it 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 is still real to I I I get the old school mentality, but it's mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, no, I, Ken, I, Ken yeah. it, it sounds like you're a bit of a wrestling fan, or were so. So no, I still am. No. Here, okay. I think WWE key, killed the tradition of kayfabe mm. uh, by entering into reality shows. Uh, Tough enough was the the epitome of killing kayfabe when you had individual wrestlers that you had followed through the '80s and the '90s and the 2000s. Uh, become the instructors to these individuals to go through these crafts and going through everything and uh, obviously the the best you know tough enough person is the Miz the Miz made it all the way through he made a name for himself he raised up but WWE has yet to control their individual character designs to say be kayfabe not be kayfabe and it it's it's almost like when the hot water runs out and the cold water comes down and no one's paying attention. So suddenly someone's having a hissy fit that um, so-and-so who's having this big altercation that's the storyline out there on every Monday night and every Friday night. But when they're seen outside the, the venue, all of a sudden, bam, they're killing kayfabe or they're on um, Twitch or they're on YouTube or, mm-hmm. you know, doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. They're killing kayfabe, but, WWE is the one who killed it. They've never designed their characters or their independent contractors to understand that, well, we would like you to have a little bit more control outside the ring. Please, if you are battling The Undertaker, please don't make references to The Undertaker unless it's negative. If you're the villain, mm. uh, don't, be, don't be hanging out with Mark Henry and blah, blah, blah when you're supposedly fighting them. Create that balance because WWE went into the movie business. They went into reality TV shows. Uh, they're still doing it on E. They essentially killed their own kayfabe by becoming an entertainment group. They, they haven't decided how to can ask their performers to perform outside the ring. They just slap them on the back of the head and go, you're not doing kayfabe. You're not doing it correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, you never told them how to do it for the 21st century and the 20th mm-hmm. century. Um, but if you follow the some of the ones like Stone Cold Steve Austin, you follow him on his podcast, and you hear the stories, and he talks about the reality behind the scenes. Um, and you watch the movie, The Wrestler. I mean, The Wrestler, the movie, <clears throat> The Wrestler, which I'm sorry, is Mickey a phenomenal Roy. movie. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, it, it, it doesn't kill kayfabe. It actually creates this more of attraction to what how real wrestling can be 
It's the performance outside that, you know, WWE has faltered on. When you get like actors like Freddie Prince Jr. as one of your writers and producers, mm -hmm. but you're not listening to an actor who has won awards and has an inside in the posi position, everything still comes from Vince McMahon. So you don't know what side of the table he's flipping to. He's that yeah. guy that keeps controlling the whenever he's having a hissy fit. I mean, that, that's me. Like, kayfabe can be that's real. Kayfabe, kayfabe, I think, is actually held better on <laughs> groups like AEW and um, uh, New Japan. <laughs> yes, Kenny, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so I'll be honest. Um, I, I'm not a wrestling fan. Uh, I have I have a friend, and I'll say his initials. I'm not going to say his name. We all know KG who it is. KGT. Is it and, KGT? Uh, KGT. And uh, this what? guy, this oh. guy is. If there's one person on this planet who is my wrestling rain man, it's KGT. Um, he will tell you the date and hour that a particular match had happened. Regardless, so all of my wrestling anything is 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 from him. It's it's all from him. Even back when I was a kid, and my first favorite wrestler was Undertaker. Um, yes. Yes, I, that was my deal. And then when I started hanging out with him again post high school in the Attitude Era, I like The Rock. You know, um, I never heard of K Fab before uh, ever, so I've I'm not familiar with that. But it just sounds to me like you're marking out. Isn't that a mark? Aren't you marking out? You don't mark out to your own act, do you? Like you don't go home and think that you're Stone Cold Steve Austin, do you? I mean, you, it's always a performance. These guys did. These yeah. guys. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest. Sweat and tears, and, and I, I, I cannot. I can't comment on that, man. I mean, because that's that's some gladiator shit right there. And I don't know how you think you're Stone Cold Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin when Vince McMahon's coming and saying, "Hey, you're doing the job tonight." But that, I that means know, losing to those who don't know. I want to know. So when Stone Cold Steve Austin would go home and take a shit. Who's taking the shit? Is it Stone Cold or is it the man behind Stone Cold? Oh, Inception. Or, said, or his other previous name. Stone Cold The Ringmaster. The Ringmaster. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. But you know, in, in Joe's defense, you, the guy liked The Undertaker. He was pure kayfabe. He hated people being idiots outside the ring or in the ring, not following through the storylines. It's interesting because a lot of the wrestlers I grew up with are now, I hate to say it, dead. Like, I mean, there there's actually one WrestleMania where you know, that's kind of known as like the dead mania nowadays because like like over half of the participants, and I think this was in the early 90s, are now dead. And, <laughs> that's terrible. And you almost have to wonder if this, if living this lifestyle of always being on the act, you know, if the blood, the sweat and the tears, if this... Perhaps this contributed uh, along with the steroids and such. That's too. what I'm Those saying. It's it's fucking you know, taxing. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's it's intriguing. Well, I mean, for... broad, Broadway stars don't have this problem. I'm no, nobody came out of Alexander Hamilton thinking that they're gonna fucking overthrow. It's some because shit. you know Davy you know, or Dave, whatever the actor's name is. He doesn't think he's like fucking Jefferson when he leaves. Yeah, you know, no, hold on digs. a minute. Hold on. Hamilton just Hamilton just launched a few years ago. We we don't know if they'll drop dead yet at like an early age. So just saying. Thank Dave, you. how would you score this? Um, <laughs> boring. Like he has no interest whatsoever. Boring. <laughs> boring. Dave Dave just wants us to talk. What, about what was the question? <laughs> Are you off your fucking? Is that part something? of the intro? <laughs> Who is wearing the best shirt on the podcast today? The Rock. Kenny gets all the points. Damn it, well, Kenny. Fuck that, then. Get that crap out of here. That's it. Soundboard time. Dave, take us out of here. What? what what's the points? Um, so I'm at negative something. Thousands. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe had some positive points somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. That's Thank you, producer. Episode. Thank you, producer. All right. My third beer tonight. Oh, early you paycheck wow. I already finished my Wait, third. Did, did Sarah go to bed early and you're you're allowed to drink more tonight or what's up? Yeah. We're celebrating. He, no, he's uh, drinking for two now. He's drinking sure. for two. That's true. Yeah, that's well, true. Dave's always been drinking for two. <laughs>
That's just how we do. Wait, wait till she makes him quit drinking. Oh, that. Oh, dude, that's coming. <laughs> I, yeah, you're right. By episode How's that not happened yet by now. By episode 45, Dave will just be looking so fucking morose. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave will be long gone from from this podcast by that's then. true are you looking to be a producer kenny either of you guys you want to be a producer we have an open down i mean if joe keeps June. booking i'm fine you know? <laughs> as long as it's temporary because i don't want dave's job oh yeah don't worry it's I, always temporary it, everything this whole podcast is yeah, temporary. This whole podcast. <laughs> okay we've been temporary. at this for we, we way longer than we dust should in the wind dust yes if i had that cue i would but i don't but you know all right Ken, anybody Kenny, have anything they want uh, to share before we go? Ken, Kenny, uh, we're out of time. I'm good. Kenny, it's nice seeing you again. Oh, fair. Hey, nice seeing you guys. All right. Hasta la vista. And by the way, we're the only two in the same state, actually, in this podcast. That is true. Whoa. That is true. Mind blown. Whoa. On that note, I've got the blues. I got the blues. Oh, you I asshole. This is not the regular song. No, it's not, but I love it. Who is this guy? Does he have a YouTube page? I think he's part of a ska band. Dave Ferris. No, Dave Ferris, this baby. is not ska, though. I mean... Ken, art, and ink. <laughs>